Hello, it's Tina Anderson with show number 51, which will wrap up 2012 for Get Fit, Stay Healthy. And I feel like I've been so full of excuses the last half of this year. And here I go again with a lame-o apology for missing November and pretty much almost this month, but I promise I'll make it up to you. And I'll begin by closing out the year with three tips that will help you make legitimate and lasting changes in 2013. And I want to start out by mentioning an event that I'm involved with. It's taking place on Saturday and Sunday, January 19th and 20th, and it's at the LA Convention Center. It's part of the Fitness Expo. It's going to be killer fun. I mean, seriously, just the biggest event full of all kinds of opportunities for networking, learning about workouts you might want to try, learning about being in fitness, if you're interested in maybe teaching or training, if you've always thought about it as a hobby, this is the place to be. Fitness pros, celebs, checking out workouts, trying workouts, uh, continuing education units if you do need those. And because I'll be filming out there interviews, I have a special code for a discount. You can get 25% off the already low price, if you register online and use TA25, that stands for Tina Anderson, TA25 for a 25% discount, and that is www.efcnow.com. So that stands for Evolution Fitness Conference, efcnow.com. And um, it includes free admission to the Fitness Expo too. Just check it out online, you'll see. Your resolutions, it is that time of the year, right? Your goals, your efforts to quit bad habits, no matter how hard you try, will probably be a constant uphill battle if you rely solely on old-fashioned willpower or what I've talked about before, your conscious thoughts. Think about how many battles you've had trying to reason or rationalize a choice, good or bad. You go back and forth, right? And then think about how often you repeat a behavior without even thinking about it, good or bad. And which one takes more effort? Research indicates that a great deal of our brain activity is unconscious. And this is a critical distinction because our unconscious mind directs our automatic behaviors, good or bad. And there are uh, a fortunate few who can somehow switch gears and not look back all on their own and change their habits overnight. I don't run into too many of them, and I'm sure you don't either. So that's what we're going to really talk about today, are uh, three tips to help you really make a change in your life if you want it, and or keep you on the right track. And it's really about your thoughts and your habits. So we already know it's not easy to change a bad habit, and we already know that that's what we basically have to do to make change in our life. This is really what it's all about. Replacing constructive and productive for the destructive and unproductive. Now, I want you to make a list when you get a chance, or maybe you can do it right now. You're going to have two columns. You're going to have your constructive and productive habits. On the other side will be the destructive and unproductive habits. And maybe you'll have way too many in one column, probably the destructive, right? 
Well, I want you to pick maybe the most important one or two. And I want you to think about what triggers them and then what alternative behavior or thought you need and what you can realistically make happen on a consistent basis to turn it around. Those are the behaviors that you want to become your new habits. And it could be as simple as heading straight to the gym after work instead of going home first. It could be as simple as absolutely never eating while you watch TV until your habits change and you can eat a little bit. Because remember, these are all habits. You're not thinking about them. Just like when you berate yourself about your body, you don't stop and think, okay, right now I'm going to say something really negative to myself. You just do it. So let's make this uh, uncomplicated and as easy as possible to do. The new habits you want and the ultimate changes you are looking for. I started you off with keeping the two things in mind. You have two columns, constructive, productive, and then the destructive and unproductive. I want you to write things down uh, in those columns and maybe pick the most important one or two. Think about what happens before you get to that point. Think about what you can do to replace it. And then we're going to add that in to these three tips and hopefully help you to make those changes once and for all. Habit changing, goal achieving tip number one. Write down your goal and put it in several places so you see it several times throughout the day, every day. Make it a positive statement such as, I will fit into my fun clothes and enjoy shopping for jeans by February 15th. Rather than, I will lose 15 pounds and get rid of my belly. Or the dreadful, I will get in better shape and lose weight. That just really doesn't work. And really don't poo-poo this one. Ask a successful entrepreneur about their goals, and more likely than not, they will tell you that they wrote them down specifically, refer back to them often, usually with timelines. And the goals were positive. Action goals, for instance, I can see myself fitting into jeans by February 15th versus I'll lose 15 pounds and get rid of my belly fat. The first one is dynamic and active and it visually gives you something to look forward to, to see yourself doing. So place your goals in that kind of an arena. I think that will help as well. These goals are supported and will be achieved with your new habits and the new habits that you're going to list in your productive column. For instance, what we already talked about. So I gave you an example. So in your unproductive column, whatever it is you have, in the productive column, you write down things to alternative behaviors to change that. And those are the habits you will start developing. I hope this makes sense so far. I don't want to confuse you. Two columns, identify the unproductive, Next to it in the productive column, write down what you need to do to change that, the alternative behavior. Those start to become your habits. Come up with significant, extremely important heart, soul, and mind-felt goals or a goal. Habit-changing, goal-achieving tip number two. Repeat the new behaviors that support your goal over and over and over and over and over and friggin' over again. Changes in your behavior, your new positive productive habits will occur and endure with and after repetition. 
You've probably heard this one before. It takes at least three weeks to change an old habit and create a new one or replace it with a new one. Well, it's true, but I'm here from experience to suggest that even 21 days is not always enough. Too many distractions, too many obstacles, too many external factors that derail us. So I say, sure, stop at three weeks if you feel superhuman and you are certain your automatic thoughts have merged into your new desired behaviors. But if you struggle even for a second, don't abandon your routine. New patterns in your brain begin to form after they've been repeated, and they get stronger with repetition. If you don't reinforce your efforts, you won't be able to form new neural connections, and those are the new habits or the new behaviors. Whenever you repeat stuff, it's programmed into the subconscious mind, and we know that's where we need to be with this. And that goes for the not-so-good stuff, too. Think about it. When you repeat bad behavior, when you eat fast food over and over again in your mind, you're getting rewarded for something or you love it, you're just creating a scenario that's leading you down the wrong path. Rewrite your goals. Think about them in a positive way. If you're visual, create mental pictures and do it every day, day after day, until your new habit is formed and you don't even think about it anymore. Habit-changing, goal-achieving tip number three. Identify, protect, guard, and fortify your living situation. In a perfect world, we would all be attractive and wealthy, healthy and brilliant, among other things. Reality is we don't operate under those conditions. Oftentimes, to the contrary, I know many of you navigate potholes, bumps in the road, brick walls, and everything in between. I would ask you to think about the top three things that cause you distress and that lead to the unproductive behavior. We really started off the podcast with this exercise with your columns. I'm bringing it up again. I would ask you to be proactive and make the difficult but necessary choices that create lasting changes in your life. Alternate behaviors from the ones that you like right now but are not giving you the habits and the behavior and the results you want. And I would also ask you to consider the following areas when you do this. Part of this list is from Shalene Johnson's PUSH program and her Life Balance Worksheet. She's enormously successful as an entrepreneur and uh, extremely balanced in her life, a genuinely uh, incredibly wonderful human being. So she speaks from experience. She walks her talk. How do these play into your habits, and how do they contribute or detract from your goal? Number one, your everyday surroundings, people, places, and things. These have a great deal of influence on you. One of my clients has her birthday in December, only about a week and a half before Christmas. It sometimes completely throws her off. The people that she's around for her birthday celebrations, the uh, occurrences at work, all the gifts, the candy, the potlucks, her surroundings can really derail her at a time when she wants to enjoy the holidays and her birthday, but she doesn't want to wake up feeling depressed and defeated and frustrated from the day before and all the overindulgence. Her surroundings really impact on her and if she's not ready for it, then she ends up either gaining weight or just really getting off track. 
Number two, what do you do for fun and leisure? And I don't mean eating your favorite bag of chips while you watch the Big Bang Theory. I mean, how does fun and leisure play into your life and how you make decisions, your patterns, your behavior? Number three, time focused on personal growth, what you do to grow as a person, as a human being. Number four, your spiritual and faith life. Number five, your career or work and how much of it is fulfilling. This very much contributes oftentimes to behaviors that you don't like. Your financial situation, your emotional baggage and scars, your history with health, fitness, sports activities, and the related. For example, most of my clients are successful when they have accountability, support, and they're consistent. Maybe that's when they go to a dietitian because I'm not seeing them that often. Maybe it's when they join a 90-day program like P90X or our 21-day detox. And I'm not just selling my stuff. It could be anything. Maybe it's when they are in a league and so they have practice and games and organized sports. So they have these patterns or and or accountability and it keeps them on track. And also a very, very big factor in your goals and how you keep them, your daily stress levels and how you manage them. So when you think about your living situation and all these things and how they play into it, I bet you can go back to those columns we started with and maybe add to them, maybe the unproductive behaviors or your triggers, and really start to sum it up and look at your life as a tapestry. And then use a magnifying glass and look closer at all these components. If you're puzzled by your lack of commitment and frustrated with your lack of progress, examine the pieces of your own puzzle and see if you can start to put them back so they fit properly. You got to know what you're dealing with, or you're going to face the same crapola over and over and over again. Of course, I know this. I've been there. I've lived it. I understand. My good friend describes our lives as a constant ebb and flow with, you know, the highs and lows and all the places in between. And not that this is terribly profound. I, I think that's probably how we see it. And certainly I've had my ebbs and flows trying to put my pieces back together. But she's fantastic at moving and grooving with whatever ebb and flow surrounds her, whatever ebb and flow she also creates and surrounds her. And sometimes I think we need to roll with the circumstances instead of fighting them so much. Sometimes the battles we choose to fight aren't winnable, or they take too much power and energy from us when the end result just isn't worth it. Other times, it's the opposite. We have to fight. We have to look at those brick walls and keep going. We have to be aware of them and just take another step. But we won't know how or when to make these kinds of decisions if we don't live consciously and present. If our unconscious habits are living through us and ruling our behaviors and our lives. My friend is profoundly good at doing that, at living consciously. And consequently, she's able to balance her stress better and live in a more peaceful, present, and joyful state most of the time. When you talk to her, she's listening to you. 
and you can tell she's focused on your time together. And that is a gift and a blessing she offers and an amazing friendship. And it all comes together when you think about your habits. Think about your ebb and flow over this last year. Again, when things went awry, what was the common thread? Can you uncover a pattern, a person, or a situation? What one, two, or three things lead to trouble? This will help you prepare for the next 12 months and beyond. So your ebb and flow feels natural, controllable, and much more enjoyable. Add that to your tips, writing, seeing your goals daily, repeating your desired behavior until it becomes automatic and unconscious, and fortifying your overall living situation by taking in all those factors I talked about, those last eight, your ebb and flow, and bingo, blueprint and recipe for success. Hello, lucky 2013. Let's look at it that way. Speaking of which, I've got mega good stuff planned. My Life in the Groove program and tons of mini campaigns focused on helping you live in yours. Reminder, the Evolution Fitness Conference, efcnow.com, and my 25% registration discount entering the code TA25 when you go to the site. Great event to maybe help you kick off your fitness journey, maybe start your own as a hobby. Uh, My blog, which I will start adding tons more content to and the place to check out all my latest product testings. I've got some stuff I'm testing and uh, what has worked for others. That's TinaAndersonOC.com, TinaAndersonOC.com. Two A's in there, Tina Anderson. All my social media links are there. Pages to shop for my awesome beach body stuff. The Ultimate Reset Gentle Detox Program. Life Changing is there. And it would be a great choice for a New Year's resolution or something related. Free coaching goes along with all your purchases. Uh, so sign up at my blog or sign up for the newsletter or check in with me via social media. I'll be back soon. The new year is right around the corner. Until then, please make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. Talk to me at TinaAndersonOC.com. I'll be waiting. This is Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same.